The angels must have had no shortage of time for reflection. But reflection is not just about looking back. Hello, this is Yaya Nene and my name is Arif. And my name is Ratna. We're back after quite a while recording from the old church in Amsterdam. The last episode we recorded was in February when we had started a residency in Ghent in the Kunsthal. That was cut short because of the pandemic and uh, since then a lot has happened. Definitely. And I think we even did start record another podcast sometime in spring. I almost forgot about it, but I see you nodding now, so you do remember as well. And then we didn't finish it. Yeah, I think we met at some point when everything had settled a little bit and we felt a bit more comfortable with recording something again. And then things changed so quickly again with uh, the pandemic, but also the Black Lives Matter movement. And I think uh, we both felt like it wasn't the right time, in a way, to put out an episode. Um, and I think we spent most of the year yeah, listening, um, making plans for next year quite extensively quite excited about our plans i think we have quite interesting commissions coming up that's also more close to i think your practice as an artist and curator but also uh, mine and um still we felt that it would be good to come back this year i think but not to review the year because i don't know if we need to look back at this point no i think we're also still in in the middle of something and maybe we're not at the end of something although the calendar marks that it's the end of something um But yeah, I think um, we did all kinds of things throughout the year at Yaya and ADNA, but also in different ways. And yeah, if you hear the church bells now, that is because we are literally <laughs> almost under them <laughs> at this moment. Um, but I think, you know, it was not always the time to immediately respond to things or to immediately broadcast, um, although many other people did. And many uh, cultural institutions, for instance, around us who had to close down or had to close for public, moved to online streaming. Um, but in the, yeah, in the beginning, we did less of that, maybe. We initially had planned a live program, a um, music program at Stripe Festival in April, which was when everything had to shut down and we moved that online. So we did also make that move of kind of transforming uh, a program into a streaming uh, event, let's say. But I think then we felt like it's, it's time to maybe slow that down a bit. Literally with a, a program called The Power of Doing Nothing. Uh, it was two parts. Yeah, and the first part was really slow and long, was almost four hours. And it was uh, initiated by uh, Margarita Osipian and Petra Heck addressing the, the sleeping gap. So also thinking about who gets to sleep, who gets to rest. Um, also thinking of um, marginalized groups or people who are activists who yeah, have to do a lot, but then get less sleep, which has all kinds of consequences, of course. And then uh, we felt like immediately only discussing the topic to also make the radio show itself 
a space that would slow down and would offer maybe some kind of rest when you would listen to it. And then the second part was more like a discussion. So we split it up into two separate episodes. Also, we did have a show by Ad7 or initiated by Ad7 called On Access Riders, where Fabian Reichle visited a workshop at Hotel Maria Capelle about care riders, about how to set up working relations between organizations and artists. Um, we also had a show with the ateliers and I just realized we had a show from your new project space, Mistral. That I'm never speaking about. <laughs> Is that why you're bringing it up? <laughs> True, yeah. Um, so there's this new space that is open and closed. We say it's in winter hibernation now, but in the summer um, there was a, there was a possibility to host a few people, and then we did a series of summer hangouts. And one was with uh, Urok Shiran, who collaborated with Radio Alhara and made a a set of uh, songs relating to endings um, that was also broadcasted through both Yaya Nenene and Alhara. Um, Speaking of which, I think uh, Radio Alhara has been a lot, has growing a lot uh, in these uh, months as well. Uh, I think radio in general, I mean, not in general as in mainstream radio, but I've seen a lot of new initiatives as well. And also a lot of collaboration in between uh, radio stations from different countries and different distances. Yeah, it's true that there's a lot happening. Hopefully we can also make some more connections with different stations next year. We usually have a voice message in this podcast and we also do have one today by Teresa Koss. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. But if you're new to this podcast, uh, voice messages are our artist contributions. And the last one was by Stephen Warwick and it was called The List of the Kings and Queens of the Great Britain. And the next one miraculously connects to that. Yeah, it's uh, it's really a coincidence, I think, or maybe it's synchronicity, um, which is also something I, uh, I discussed a bit with Teresa. Um, shall I introduce her a bit, maybe? Yeah. So Teresa Kos is an artist exploring the process of repetition, underlying history, society, and human psychology. And her work encompasses film, audiovisual installation, visual scoring, experimental music composition and performance. And she works a lot with um, sound improvisation. Uh, so she has an ongoing work called The Archive of Loops, which is an archive that is continuously expanding. And it sometimes functions as source material for other works, but it's also the archive itself that she presents through installations or live performance. And I think often her work is a combination of this improvisation or the spontaneous, but also has a very clear structure and, and a yeah, very focused structure. And we met for the first time a bit more than a year ago in Italy, um, because we were both part of a group exhibition um, yeah, with only sound-related uh, works. So it was in a space that was almost dark um, and the show was called Get Rid of Yourself Ancora, Ancora, Ancora and that's where we met um, and then there was already some kind of connection because we both went to the Van Eyck Academy in Maastricht but not in the same year and um, 
so yeah, recently I asked Teresa for a voice message and that was kind of the start of some longer talks we had throughout uh, yeah, different lockdown situations. Um, she's based in, uh, in London now um, and for a while already. And um, I was here, although I was also a month in, in Norway. Um, and then, yeah, we talked about all kinds of stuff, uh, about books. I remember we talked about, she was reading works by Jung and thinking of working with dreams. And I was reading something by Gloria Ansodua at that time. And what are those books? Well, Jung, I only know from... Yeah, as a name, but I never read so much by him. But I only know of this theory of synchronicity that I briefly mentioned. And this is now something I want to re uh, read more about. Um, so yeah, it's when things happen and you can say it's chance, but maybe it's something else than chance. But you, there's no clear reason for it that they happen at the same time, but still they do. Um I can tell more about Gloria Ansudua because that's the book I read myself um, that I recommended to Teresa. Uh, and that's the book um, Light in the Dark, Luz on Lo Oscuro. Uh, Gloria Ansudua writes mostly in English, but uses also um, other languages like Spanish or Nahuatl uh, language from, um, yeah, because she's, she grew up uh, on the borderlands between Mexico and the US. And so she mixes these languages also in her writing. Um, and that specific book she wrote at the end of her life, or she worked on it for many years. Um, and it came out in 2004. And I read it twice this year, um, which is a bit strange. Like, why would you read a book twice in the same year? Um, but I found it very helpful to think about this shifts and transformation because that's what she's often addressing and how to deal with that and how to yeah when you when you're when there's kind of a rupture or a big event that makes everything let's say that makes the ground on below your feet unstable or feel unstable how to not try to fix that immediately or look for a solution immediately but kind of stay in there and and observe that and um, she does that through her writing in a way, but she also writes about how she is doing that. So um, I found that very interesting. So yeah, we, we discussed that. Um, and then Teresa had something in mind, like she wanted to share something of a video piece she's working on. Um, and that was plan A and then plan B will follow later in this, in this podcast. Um, no, but for today, um, she is sharing an audio excerpt of, of this new video piece she's currently uh, developing. I say audio excerpt, but it's almost like a, a version she made specifically for, for this, this podcast. Um, and the video um, that is currently called The Monarch will feature images of butterflies that Teresa shot at the Natural History Museum uh, when she first moved to London 10 years ago. And um, the sound is a kind of remix, very layered, uh, of the recurring words and sounds in the last decade of the Queens, and in this case it's Queen Elizabeth, her Christmas speeches. So the piece is quite Baroque, 
And it's an attempt at condensing the density and intensity of facts, fears, emotions, hope and awakenings belonging to quite a spectacular decade. And monarch is the name of um, yeah, a sovereign head of state, but it's also a butterfly species, um, one that actually migrates. It's also the butterfly species that is mentioned in the, the novel of Ocean Vuong, On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous. So in that book, I remember it also returns as a symbol. So yeah, Teresa has been working on this research while she was also preparing for the Life in the UK test. That's really the title of um, the exam one needs to pass uh, when, when you want to apply for British citizenship. So it's also this work is also relating to Teresa, her own life, and arriving in the UK 10 years ago, and now, you know, um, working on this exam to become a British citizen, just at the moment, you know, when, when Brexit is about to happen. And I think when we, to me, Queen Elizabeth feels like she's there forever. I don't, do you know how old she is, actually? Of course, we now want to Google. No, I also don't know, but it feels like she's always been there. And there is something about her, you know, that she's still there, but that we kind of know, but she will not be there forever. And Teresa describes this film in progress that it also relates to an innocence loss and, and a, a painful but necessary step to let go of illusions. So that's a bit of intro to the audio excerpt we're going to listen to now. the world has had to confront moments of darkness this year since the coronation. Life will never be quite the same again. This time of forced retreat from the world must have been one of the slowest ever. Even keeping a diary, it was not particularly hard. The practice of quiet personal reflection in the parks of towns and cities allows us to reflect on reflecting on reflection. The angels must have had no shortage of time for reflection. But reflection is not just about looking back. And as we all look forward to the start of a new decade, it is easy to forget to take stock. This year we marked another important anniversary. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones survived the turbulence of history. Television screens can make a world of difference between action and reflection. It is true that we all need to get the balance right. But of course, there's so many distractions on laptops and mobile phones. Mobile phones gave the rest of us the opportunity to share something of the excitement and drama. The bereaved and the lonely can fall victim to laptops and mobile phones. 
I never imagined to live in a better, more peaceful world. The freedom and democracy many people face today may be different to those once faced by my great 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 Not all of us can do great things. This has been the experience. Human beings have a huge propensity for evil. And yet a capacity for good. The challenge has grown beyond any expectations. And continue to transform from good times and bad. Perhaps part of that wisdom is to recognize the challenges whatever the circumstances. We remain as strong as ever. The year that has passed, it is no accident. The year that has passed is the answer. It's time to slow down. Since it doesn't provide theoretical explanations to reflect on the year that has passed or the year ahead. And that was Teresa Kos with a sound excerpt, a version of The Monarch, uh, a video piece that will, I think will be there in uh, early next year, because she's still working on it. Did you watch this series years and years? No, what is it? I suddenly had to think about it. Maybe it's because it's a, it's a British series. But I think it was only five episodes or something. But then in each episode, you pass through five different years. So it goes quite fast. And it is really about how society is developing. So it happens in the future. But the the future not too far from here, which sometimes did feel as the present. Um, but in the series, yeah, this, this New Year's clock is like ticking a few times in one hour while you're watching it. So I felt this kind of acceleration a little bit when I was listening to the piece now. Can we talk a little bit about what what's happening in the piece? Because it's speeches of the Queen, right? Yeah, so it's... Uh, I never watched uh, an original speech, but usually the Queen Elizabeth gives this speech um, during, I think, Christmas Day or the day before Christmas. And often... Uh, Teresa told me it has the same kind of build-up. So there is a kind of, let's say, an anecdote or a message, a reflection back on the year, but also a message for the future. So they are different, but they're also a bit similar. And um, she really cut out, you know, very separate words or really went through all the words from the speeches and made uh, composed a new speech out of it. 
She's also speaking about Game of Thrones, which is pretty funny to hear. But did you ever watch that? To be honest, no, I never did. Me did neither. I miss something? Oh, I have no idea. But I had to think of this piece on Freeze Magazine at the end of last year, 2019, that looked back at the decade. And it was called The Decade Everything Was Fictionalized. And the point was a bit that Game of Thrones was the most used reference to describe uh, reality in, for example, newspaper articles. Um, because reality has become so crazy that we kind of need the fictionalized framework of Game of Thrones to make sense of it. And the point was a bit that there, there was kind of a shift from Big Brother type, mm. uh, reality type, TV to... Big Brothers. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I think I watched the first episode, like when it really started. I think that was 2000, 2001. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you would make Big Brother now, it would make no sense, right? Because everyone is in their home. And everyone is making their own reality TV already with Instagram and, you know, or more like streaming their lives. And do you think, also because you spoke about like, transformations and sort of writing, but I mean, do you think we can kind of reflect into the future? Yeah, let me think. Um, but what I think what Gloria Ansudua, for instance, is trying to do and does in the writing or did, um, she's not alive anymore, um, is both observe and doing something at the same time. So you're kind of subject and object. I don't really know how to do that. But she sometimes calls about the reptilian eye that looks both in and outwards simultaneously. So it's a kind of state where you are trying to to develop or touch things, but you don't really know where you're going yet. So it's like you're walking into, I don't know, uh, a dark cave and you cannot really see the end of it. And I think that's that for me fe really feels like this time because there's not really a clear end. But then still try to to you know think or dream or have images in your mind and and describe them. That through doing that is the observing simultaneously, a, a kind of path will come without you knowing exactly what the next step is, but that makes you still continue steps. So maybe it's not a projection like far ahead in the future, but it is still moving in a future, I think. Yeah, it sounds almost like a kind of recursion, no, like re returning to yourself and then like slightly being changed in the in the movement. Yeah. One reference also is this um, the snake that bites in his own tail that I think we mentioned in another podcast as well. So, Or, or the snake that, that transforms its skin, for instance. So it is a continuation, but it's, it's a bit like a spiral or something. You know, It continues, but it also grows, moves in a certain direction. Mm. Um, and I don't know, I, find it very, I found it also very difficult myself to write anything during this year. Um, but then I did do some writing, diary writing, like journaling or trying to just observe but not make a conclusion, but still record it almost, these observations. So they are there and maybe you can see some patterns after a while. Sometimes that happens. I think I first met Teresa quite a while ago and I'm not sure that she, she remembers, but um, we were at Mares in Maastricht. Um, that must have been when she was at the Van Eyck in 2016. Yeah, I think so. And we were there for something that feels very far away now, for like a holiday um, exhibition, yeah. I think. <laughs> a um, summer 
yeah, kind of summary exhibition about traveling. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we made quite a few radio shows there and uh, Teresa was in one of them. I think Femke interviewed her and I just remember sitting outside at like kind of a bench with a few people and talking to her. Um, so I'm really happy that yeah that you made her return to this podcast and like that we kind of decided to invite her for the voice message. Um, she also sent a second one, right? Yeah, I think uh, both her contributions are very different, but that's also when I mentioned in the beginning this combination of improvisation and structure. I think you know the work on that she's now developing and, and going through all these speeches, you know, and finding these tiny words and make a new composition with that is both, you know, you have to have a lot of patience, I guess, and a lot of concentration and it takes a lot of work to go through all of that material and then improvise with it, but that it also needs a lot of structure, I think, to, to get to that point. Um, and then she wanted to share some of that process, but then there was also plan B, Uh, which is a very spontaneous voice message that she made, uh, which is very different, something she made uh, quickly, but I still think does relate also to her other work somehow. And um, yeah, I think, it, shall we just listen to it? Yeah, let's go. Let's listen to Plan B by Teresa Kos. Thank you for listening today and we'll be back soon with another voice message. That will be the beginning of next year. See you then. Hey Radna, this is plan B. Plan B. Plan B. Plan B. Plan B. Plan B. So plan B. Plan B. Um plan B. Plan B. Yeah. Plan B. I leave you a voice message Plan because B. I think it's easier to convey what I want Plan to say. Plan B. You know, you can hear Plan my, B. my Plan voice. B. Um, Plan B. Its texture. Plan B. Um, whether it's trembling or determined. Whether Plan B. Yeah. Plan um, B. I guess you can tell Plan B. whether I'm Plan B. faking it or... Plan B. I'm just, you know, being Plan B. Honest and straightforward. Plan B. Um, Plan B. If you don't agree, Plan B. Uh, just, just let me know. Um, Plan B. And 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 I Plan can, B. You know, just text Plan next B. time. Um, Plan B. I would I would really appreciate it also Plan if B. you uh, could reply by Plan B voice message. Um, Plan B. I also like the delay Plan between, B. you Plan know, B. the two communications. Plan B. You know, like, Plan simultaneity B. is so Plan B. outdated. Plan B. Um, wh why would I be interested in, like, talking to you at Plan the same B. time as you're listening to me? Plan B. So much effort, right? Plan B. Like, wh while you can just, like, Plan B. sit down, relax... Plan you B, know, just plan start B. talking to yourself a bit, and, and then B. just send this out to plan B. to you. But you, you know, like plan I'm B. sending it to you, but it, in truth, I could be plan sending B. it to anyone because, like, I'm just talking plan to myself. B. 
Um, plan B. And the same for you, you know, you can just be plan in your B. sofa. Um, plan B. Listening to plan B. the voice message. Plan B. And smiling. Plan B. Uh, with yourself. Plan B. Um, plan or B. like actually being pretty annoyed and, and like you start feeling B. all bad in your stomach and you're like shit plan B. you know um what was i thinking plan b anyways like plan B. the point is that you plan know B. you don't have to plan react B. immediately uh, you don't B. have to hide at the same time so you can feel bad in your stomach or you plan can B. be giggling uh, in plan b uh, of happiness plan B. Um, and plan I don't B. have to respond to that plan B um, plan B and you, and you have this like little bit plan of B. time to like gather plan B so plan you know B. in case you felt bad in your stomach you can just plan breathe B. you know and remind yourself that like plan you know B. like maybe there are other things that are making plan you feel B. like that um right now plan B. um plan and B. so you can still you know send me a voice message trying to plan b uh, ignore that uh, plan b feeling because like in the meantime plan you had B. time to breathe and like rationalized plan B. it um or plan if B. like to hear my voice message plan made B. you giggle and like plan B. smile within yourself plan B. and made you happy like plan B. Y- you can still you know breathe plan for B. a second and plan B. and think uh plan B. before you you actually reply with plan your B. voice message because you know maybe sometimes plan we B. just need to plan B. to giggle or feel plan B. a little bit happy and uh, that B. doesn't mean anything you know that doesn't plan mean B. necessarily that you really liked what you heard plan or B. that you know that means something more plan B. than um, plan B. that message actually um, plan B. so yeah take your time plan B. Uh, plan B take your time and plan B. I'm looking forward to seeing you plan B Whenever we will plan be B. allowed to do so in plan this B. Jesus of a situation that we plan live B. in. Um, plan B. Jesus is really bad, plan right? B. Like, I, I would totally plan B. be in Amsterdam right now. Uh, plan B. In our past lives. Plan B. Uh, but we plan know B. that this will have to wait and plan so in B. the meantime again I send plan you B. this and you reply plan B whenever you feel like don't plan feel B. too pressured you know like plan um, B. really don't feel too pressured plan like, B. take your time take your time plan take B. your time take your time plan B time I'm you know uh, plan this B. is what care means you know like I'm not pushing plan you B. you know like uh, so you take plan your time B. and I'll be plan B. happy to hear um, plan B what do you think uh, plan B this uh, plan B plan B plan B um, plan B I'm not gonna go through plan the reasons B. why uh, the plan A plan didn't B. work um, so I just hope plan B you like uh, plan, plan b. b bye plan b